Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Dennis Dodd joins us, uh, covers college football for CBS Sports, does a great job. Hey, Dennis, Mark Malusis, Andrew Bogus with you. Thanks for a couple minutes this morning. You bet. How are you guys? We're doing well, Dennis. Always great to chat with you. What do you think about the initial college football rankings? I thought that the, the committee did what the human polls couldn't, and that was admit that Ohio State is probably the most complete team in the country. And putting them at number one, LSU clearly has the best schedule and the better wins. But if you see Ohio State play, they are, they are infallible right now. Offense, defense uh, may have the best player in the country, at least defensively, in Chase Young, with a rookie head coach, by the way. So I thought, I thought that was one takeaway. Yeah, and I agree. And and Dennis, you know, we were kind of doing it yesterday, what where our predictions would be. And I, I thought Ohio State would be one based on everything that you just mentioned. Um, I, I think they are the most complete team. We can get down to schedules and quality wins and the like, but yep. it does come down to the eyeball test, too. When you're watching a team play, uh, I think that does have to factor in, too, when you're looking at it. And I, I think they've been the most impressive team up until this point as we approach week 11 of the college football season. Yeah, and they, people say they haven't played anybody. They do get credit for the Cincinnati win. Cincinnati is now the highest-ranked group of five team in the first ranking. They've played them in Wisconsin and outscored them a combined 80-7. to seven. Um, Their schedule strength by the end of the year, I looked at it this morning, if, if they went out, will be 12th in the country. I, I use the NCAA barometer. There's a bunch of them you can use, but it uh, would be 12th in the country. So you can't doubt that schedule strength. Uh, Dennis, me and Moose have gone back a bunch on Penn State versus Alabama versus mm-hmm. Clemson. Uh, I, I understand why Alabama would be ahead of Clemson, but if Penn State's ahead of Clemson because of resume, shouldn't they also be ahead of Alabama because of resume? You can make that point. Uh, again, schedule strength, I had uh, current opposition to date, Alabama, 112th in the country. They, don't, they haven't beaten a currently ranked team. Um, they, they did, tech, I guess, I, I don't know if Texas A&M was ranked at the time or not. After that, it's Duke. Uh, mm. So, yeah, if you go by that, then what the committee is saying is what I told you about uh, Ohio State, that Alabama looks better than Penn State. And, yeah, that might be true, but that's the way Penn State's going to play. A couple of weeks ago, their quarterback, Sean Clifford, was leading the Big Ten in passing. Uh, so they might, might not be easy on the eyes, and, and Alabama's now eye candy offensively. But Penn State's pretty darn good. I mean, again, none of this matters. These top four teams are going to play each other as they right. currently stand. And then, by the way, they, they have, those may not even be elimination games. Um, we've seen what it looks like with two SEC teams in. Well, I, again, schedule strength. I could see two uh, two Big Ten teams in there if uh, if Penn State if Penn State wins out. Uh, and Ohio State sitting there at um, you know at at eleven and one. Look out! You know, Dennis. I asked Andrew this question. I'll ask you because I, I'm curious from your perspective. How deep do you think playoff contention goes in these rankings? There's a cement ceiling for me after number six, Georgia, because then you've got you've got 
or I'm trying to think Oregon, Utah, Oklahoma, all those teams need help. The top six teams control their own destiny. Georgia, Georgia wins out, they're in. Clemson wins out, they're in. We just discussed the top four. There's a cement ceiling after number six, except for Baylor and Minnesota. Baylor's 12th and Minnesota's 17th, and they're kind of fun little success stories this season. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but if they if they win the rest of their games, and Baylor especially, which has a, a heck of a chance to do it, then they're in. You know, you're you're not going to keep a 13-0 Minnesota Big Ten champion out because it's never happened. The major college champ has never been left out undefeated, uh, at least in this system. It happened in 2004 in old BCS with, with Auburn. And that's why we expanded, frankly, because that can't happen again. And the same for Baylor. They would they have to play Texas and Oklahoma and back the next three weeks for Baylor. At TCU, Oklahoma, Texas at home. Uh, and then most likely play Oklahoma in a rematch in the championship game. That's a pretty good accomplishment if they get in. So I would look for them. Those two, again, control their own destiny. Dennis, my good, my good buddy Mike Yam is the face of the Pac-12 network, and he's a good yeah. company guy. So he's banging the drum for that conference. Um, did Oregon and Utah get the right amount of respect in this initial list? I, I thought they did. I, I don't think they could um, thought they'd be any higher. You know, Oregon had, I thought, a pretty good win against USC. I know this isn't a good USC team. But to go on the road, that was kind of a trap game for them. Um, and frankly, the loss at USC by Utah earlier in the season is keeping them from being higher. Their, their schedule strength, the one I figured out yesterday, was 97. And so Oregon clearly is the banner carrier for the Pac-12. But they need chaos above them to happen to get in the top four, and they have to keep winning. I, I, as a net gain for the, for the Pac-12 this year, I think it is a net gain. They came out of September with no... Uh, no undefeated teams for the first time in, I think, 32 years. So now they've got two teams in contention. It doesn't look good, but they're still in the running. Uh, we're talking to Dennis Dodd, covers college football for uh, CBS Sports. Uh, Dennis, um, you know, away from the rankings here for a little bit, there's a, you know, let, let's look ahead to the game. Then there's some obviously co- uh, coaching scenarios. This weekend, Alabama LSU, you know, it, do you think Tua does give it a go for the Tide? Um, if he doesn't, do you think Alabama can still beat LSU if Tua does not play? Yeah, I think that's, uh, that's the second question is the question you know we're all thinking about. Can Alabama beat LSU if Tua doesn't play, or it be something less than 100%? I think we saw the answer to that question against Clemson last year. He had, I think he had 22 days between the surgery and the playoff games last year on the other ankle. Um, beat Oklahoma, but was was mobile, throwing off the back foot against Clemson, two interceptions, one for a pick six. Um, and so, yeah, I think their their chances diminish uh, whatever percentage point to a, is below 100%, or Mac Jones has to play. I think, I think Mac Jones is a gamer. You saw that against Arkansas. They called some plays for him. But, our, but Mac Jones is not going to hit that seam with Jerry Judy with two defenders hanging on him like Tua will. So that that's the question. I mean, I'm writing about that today. Can can Alabama uh, win with a with a Tua at 85? percent I don't know that the answer to that question. Well, let, let me kind of then connect Alabama yeah. back to next week's rankings. Let's say Tua plays and he's obviously compromised, or he doesn't play, and they lose either way. They lose a tight game. They hang for LSU. They don't get blown out. It's a good showing. It's a good game. How far do you think the committee would actually drop them on the next list? Well, uh, the, I, the, I think they drop out of the top four, 
um, you know, but they and LSU would have the advantage. You know, I, I, at that point, it's LSU's division to to lose. Um, so, and, and that put that gets into uh, the scenario which most benefits the SEC uh, to get to get two teams in. It's not LSU or Alabama. It's it's Georgia winning out and beating an undefeated LSU to get two teams in. Georgia would be in, obviously, as SEC champion. But think of LSU as the number two team in the country right now with 13 data points at 12-1. and one. How do you keep them out? You know, you've lost one game all year in Georgia in a championship game in the best conference. So, yeah, Alabama would drop out and would fundamentally be out of it at that point. Uh, Dennis, you know, the the other game on the slate, Andrew and I were mentioning uh, earlier on the show that that's fascinating is the Minnesota-Penn State game, uh, you know, which, which kicks off at high noon. Uh, so it leads right into that Alabama-LSU game for a college football fan. Two undefeated teams, two Big Ten teams. You know, Flick has done a great job with, with that Golden Gopher program, and he gets rewarded with his brand spanking new contract extension through 2026. What do you think, you know, you know, Penn State's certainly impressive, and, and they, I think they're the better team. You think Minnesota can hang with Penn State on Saturday? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I think they can. Um, this is Minnesota's entire season. You see P.J. Fleck, you know, trying to get game day there, and, you know, he's gotten some players. Now, their schedule, they're, they're in that situation where it, it happens every so often in this age of super conferences. You're, you're going to have a lot of misses. And you're going to get you're going to get records like this. It happened with Michigan State in 15, going to the playoff. Iowa uh, in 2012. Georgia had a lot of misses. This year, Minnesota misses Michigan, Michigan State, and Ohio State. Okay, from the East, they play Penn State. This is their season. They have to beat them. Think about this. Okay, let's assume. And, and yes, they can beat Penn State. Penn State is really, really good, and I think can get to the playoff. Um, but think about this. Nobody's talking about this. If we assume that Ohio State wins out and goes to the playoff, we're essentially talking about Saturday being for a Rose Bowl berth. Because somebody from the Big Ten has to play there. Hmm. And Minnesota, even if they lose, Minnesota is, is two games ahead of both Iowa and Wisconsin as we speak right now. They're probably going to win the West and play Ohio State in the championship game. But think about that. Little old Minnesota having its best season since 1941 in the Rose Bowl. That's crazy. Yeah. You know what? You're right. Nobody is talking about that. That is that is great. And you know what? It'd be it'd be a credit, uh, you know, to the uh, to the job that uh, that Fleck has done out there. He, he's done a remarkable job with that Golden Gopher program. Yeah, I mean, people want to deride him for being a self-promoter and. And doing it with game gimmicks and row the boat. Row the boat. <laughs> row the boat. I tweeted this yesterday. I know him pretty well. I said, look, whatever you think of P.J. Fleck, he's taken Western Michigan, Western Michigan to the Cotton Bowl. Minnesota, their best season in 78 years. You know, and I just told you their possibilities for the Rose Bowl. And, and so if you want to hit me with, yeah, but who have they played? Well, who has Alabama played? <laughs> you know, if, if, you, if you want to go there. Now, they play the big game Saturday. But I'm not. I'm not going to take anything away from Minnesota. Does PJ make sense to you at Florida State, Dennis? He does. Uh, I think you know you have to think about that job. Okay, what is the floor there for them? What? Who are the candidates they can't go beyond that they can't really sell to the fans? And I think those names are Mike Norvell at Memphis and Mike Leach. I think both of those guys would go. I think right now, at least PJ Fleck is a hotter name. 
Um, so, and, and I think I think he would go there. Um, I'm not. Uh, you know what? I'm not sure. I think he would go there, but not after yesterday with the seven-year contract. He's locked in at least for a while. So take his name off the board. So it, at the bottom, I go Norvell and Leach, and, and go from there. Yeah, you know, I guess, you know, I mean, you know, and, and that's going to be all the rumblings out there for Florida State. You mentioned Orville and Leach. What are, you know, I guess where where, the, where else are the Seminoles going to go here? And do you think Willie Taggart, do you think 21 games down there for him was enough for Willie Taggart? Yeah, I mean, it's, look, it's, something's wrong there, and it's, it's beyond everything. It's talent, it's coaching, it's the administration, it's, it's everything. Um you know, as recently as September, they were still blaming all this on Jimbo Fisher for academic, you know, lacking academic scores. He left the cover bare, blah, blah, blah. Well, at some point, you know, you're Florida State and you have to turn the corner. And what got them was they had, I think they had terrible attendance for the Miami game on Saturday. And, you know, that'll do it, you know, for for anybody when the people, when apathy strikes. So that's what's happening there. We shall see. Uh, Dennis, final one for me, and that is, uh, you know, closer to where Andrew and I are broadcasting from, and that is New York City and and in the Big Ten. Uh, You know, Rutgers is looking for a new head coach. There's a name out there, Greg Schiano, that seems to gain a lot of heat. We know, you know, obviously in the NFL, had a lot of success there initially before Bolton for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Do you think, and, and Rutgers got a lot of other issues going on for their athletic director, Pat Hobbs, right now, but do you think Greg Schiano and a Rutgers marriage or a remarriage is something that's going to definitely happen? Yeah, it looks like it's going to happen. Um, I mean, who else is out there that knows more about Rutgers and has a proven track record that can do it? I mean, he's the only guy that has had success there in the last, I don't know, what, 50 years? Um, and and wants, wants to get back into the game. And after all that crap he went through at Tennessee, uh, you know, good for him to, to get another chance. I think he is one of the few guys on the planet that can get them back to relevance. Playing in the Big Ten East, having to play Michigan, Penn State, and Ohio State every year is going to be tough. Um, and and it, it underscores for the Big Ten that, you know, look, uh, Maryland and Rutgers really were warm bodies. Uh, Jim Delaney whiffed on his his desire to get either – he wanted to get uh, some combination of these two out of three, uh, Virginia, Georgia Tech, and North Carolina. He whiffed on that. He settled for Rutgers and Maryland. That's not looking, not looking very good right now. No, it's not. Hey, uh, Dennis, we appreciate the time this morning. We really do. Have yourself a wonderful Wednesday, and we'll chat again soon. All right, thanks, guys. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news – you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.